0: Hello and welcome to Darling, You're Different, a collaborative podcast that strives to unpack and question the obstacles that may be stopping you from achieving your full potential. My name is Charlotte and I am here to ultimately help you live a healthier, happier and more successful life. Hello
1: and welcome. So, Today is a guest that is someone that is very, very close to my heart. She is just a 21-year-old mindset coach that is working with athletes, competitors and gym goers, helping them to win more in all areas of their life. At the young age of 20 years old, this person moved her entire life across two states to create the life of her dreams. She is now helping people all over the globe to transform their lives with her in-depth background of exercise science, nutrition, NLP, and hypnotherapy. This person is the host of the Generation Elevation podcast that has reached the top 10 for education and self-development podcasts in Australia her mission is to encourage the next generation to push through their comfort zone and follow their big goals. So without further ado, I would like to give a massive, massive welcome to today's guest, Elise Riley.
2: Hello, thank you so much for that introduction, Charlotte. Oh my gosh, I am so flattered. I'm like, wow, this is so exciting.
1: You're so welcome. That was It was very fun to kind of look back at what you've done and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so impressive and I can't wait to chat for her.
2: Oh, thank you. I, it's an honor to be here today on your show and I'm really excited for what we
1: come up with and we share. So to kind of start off the podcast, I thought it'd be fun to go through a couple of random Quick questions to get to know you a little bit more and just kind of I don't know surprise yourself with some of these answers as well, if that's okay with you. Of course. Ooh Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question, super random. What's your favorite day of the week? My
2: favorite day of the week? Oh, I love Thursdays. It's Thursday today. <laughs> I love it's Thursdays. Thursday. It's meant to be yeah. any particular reason or just I think like it stems off from when I used to work in the gym uh, back in Gisborne. The the days on a Thursday would be super quiet. I'd always finish early. So it was kind of like a weekend, but I'm still doing some work. So it's quite productive and it's chill. So, yeah, I just have a thing for Thursdays.
1: Love that. So random. (laughs) All right. Next question. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, I love sushi. Oh my
2: gosh. My favorite food, like key to my heart, sushi.
1: (laughs) Any particular sushi roll or just whatever way it comes? Yeah. Like I'm
2: going to say, I'm not like a huge fan of like sashimi and stuff. Like I'll, I'll eat it, but if I'm going to eat one type of sushi, it's going to be like the rolls and it's not no California roll. That's not. Nah. It's like the the tuna and avo or like the teriyaki chicken or like prawn. Oh, I can't decide. Any of those three will do.
1: <laughs> Making me hungry. I know. <laughs> so yum. All right. So a couple more fun things. If you could have any superpower, what would it be?
2: I've thought about this multiple times and I always forget like the answer that I decided that I would go with. So I'm going to have to just like make up one on the spot now. Whenever I think of like superpowers, I'm a huge Marvel nerd. Like I love superheroes, Marvel, DC. Oh my gosh. Like that's one of my like things that not many people know about me unless they like have that conversation because I do bring it up a lot. So... Whenever I think of like, oh, you know, I'd love to have like that person's like superpower. I'd love, I love Scarlet Witch. Like, like just her, like her magic, and she just has literally everything. She can fly. She can create stuff. Like she, I don't know if everyone's seen like her own um, like TV series, but she created like a whole town and people like based off her superpower. So I think that's pretty cool. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Just a spoiler alert if anyone that has that. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> it's a great recommendation, absolutely. Oh, obsessed with that show. Just everything. Yeah. You do, right? Just never disappoints and it always. Yeah, wonder and Vision, Like it's so good. Oh my gosh. Love Wanda <laughs> Maybe that can be my COVID ISO watch. <laughs> so- yeah.
2: yeah, it's a vibe.
1: Amazing. It's so interesting. All right. I've got a couple of other questions here, but I reckon we getting to know you quite well I thought this one would be actually really beneficial for the listeners but also for me and you so what's something interesting that you've learned this week? Something interesting that I've learned this week oh the first thing that
2: comes to mind I kind of I do a lot of self-led learning and Charlotte, you would know all about this. I do all these things and create all these frameworks and then I teach it to yourself and some, other, some of my clients. And what I come up with this week was this is a really cool and your listeners can utilize this as well. I wrote a list of like all the things that I wanted. And if you go over like research around manifestation and quantum physics and things like that and, and attracting what you want to you, usually... If you go into a lot of Joe Dispenza's work around space-time, so, which is kind of on the concept that time is a just a thing that someone's made up and that there's different uh, versions of you living at different points in time and everything is all happening now. So hopefully you're still with me. But basically <laughs> when you have the idea of something that you want, usually the thoughts around it, the creations, the little synchronicities and feelings that you get in this moment are all seeding or ideas from that future version of you that's already experiencing that. That's so (laughs) cool. And so the thoughts that come up potentially in your now that limiting you, because if you have the idea like, Hey, I want to do this and, Maybe thoughts come up like, oh, well, you know, why would anyone want to listen to me? Or why I'm not good enough for that? I'm not smart enough yet. And all the limiting beliefs that come up around the ideas that we have. They only bring to surface the things within you that are holding you back from attracting that highest version of you. So, what I did, I wrote down a list of things that I want. And then uh, for each thing, I wrote the limiting belief of why I can't have that or why I don't have that right now. And then from that, for each limiting belief, I wrote down what like, a higher version of myself would believe instead. So the person that has those things, what would their belief be around the things holding me back right now. So for example, I have always wanted to write a book. That's something that I've always, always, always wanted to do. And I really strongly believe that if you have an idea that doesn't go away, just freaking do it because it's not an idea. It's actually a message. Like I had that with my podcast. I thought about it for like a year. I was like, okay, this isn't going away until I do it. So I am going to do this with my book. And one of the things that come up was, like, why would anyone want to read what I have to say?
1: Yeah. And
2: we all have these ideas, like, limiting beliefs. And that limiting belief is actually just showing me what I need to work on now in order to attract that thing that I want to me. So I then wrote as my higher self. I was like, well, this has been coming up for so long. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen if I do give it a go like this idea is never going to go away so I might as well give it what I've got and just see what happens because obviously it worked with my podcast so using that as evidence in my experience to prove that if I trust this idea there's potentially really beneficial dividends on the other side.
1: Wow that is so powerful like so powerful <laughs> so like that's what I learned this week guys <laughs> that is I really like that and I've only recently just really discovered Joe Dispenser and his work and wow like I'm reading one of his books at the moment and it just blows my mind how much like research he's done and like more science that he's working with because I feel like I know a lot of people that and you might relate to this, is like you kind of start talking about mind and that woo-woo side of things and they go, oh, no, that's just a bit weird. But when there's actual science behind it and it can show that it's worked is when you're kind of like, oh, my God, okay, this is actually possible, mm-hmm. which is really cool. <laughs> now, I would love to get more into what you were talking about limiting beliefs and the what ifs. But before we do that, one final question to really encompass this podcast is what is something that has made you smile today? Today?
2: I think just every morning I do a process where I listen to my favourite song. It's In a Bloom by Rufus DeSole, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> uh, sushi and Rufus. Keep to my heart, guys. So if you're listening. i remember that uh, one. <laughs> noted. Yeah. So I listen to my favorite song every single morning and I bring to mind all the things that I want in my life. Like most of my friends that are really close to me call me the manifesting queen because <laughs> literally I have this innate ability to just create exactly what I want. So For me, I bring what I want to the forefront of my mind every single morning and I meditate on this Mm -hmm. and feel the feeling of what it is like to have it already now because in a way I kind of do if we talk about space-time. And, yeah, that brings a smile to my face every single day. So I would say, like, just what brings a smile to my face and, like, brings, like... Elevates my energy in a way. I guess is knowing that, like I'm okay, and that if everything I want is here. It's coming, and I'm really grateful for what I have in my life right now. So
1: yeah, I love that so much. And you, I'm sure the listeners <laughs> can hear that too that you're so confident in who you are, and I feel like it's really kind of reflecting, and it's just so wholesome and beautiful so thank you for sharing that. Huh. Um, you speak about morning routines and what you do and obviously that's put you in a good mood and thinking about mm-hmm. sushi and rufus and it's a But oh, yeah. when did you like have you always done a morning routine? Is that something that you've just kind of always had and you've kind of created this for you or is it something that you kind of woke up one day and realized that oh, yeah maybe let's give this a go like what was your experience?
2: Such a good question and my answer is no definitely not when I would personal train and do like the early morning starts and things like that I'd literally like get up get dressed go (laughs) I would just like it was it was disorganized it was feeling like shit it was like a rolling out of bed situation and so For me personally, I went through some really hard times during 2020, as I'm sure most of us did with just change. And I was so confused with what I wanted to do with my life. I was in a situation where I was loving of someone else but not in love with them anymore I wasn't in love with my job as such I knew I had more to give in that area and I just had this inner knowing this inner calling that I needed to go to the Gold Coast by myself and that is exactly what I needed to do there was no if buts or maybes that was happening and I just wasn't I didn't know why I felt like I I did, and I was just having this constant inner battle with myself. So I went through this phase, which I'm sure a lot of the listeners can relate, where I was like binge listening to podcasts, binge reading personal development books, just to find that one answer to tell me what was wrong with me at that time. Like, why do I have this anxiety? Why can't I just make a decision? what if this is the worst decision I make in my life? And like, what if I fail? All those limiting beliefs that come up. <laughs> and I remember just like, I went for it, like I would probably average during COVID, like three hours a day of just walking and listening to podcasts. And very nice, very I, nice. yeah, literally I was like, I was desperate to find that answer of what was wrong with me, quotation marks. So I went for this walk one day. And I was just like, pretty much stuff this. Took my headphones out and I just walked in silence. And I just kind of, I remember like looking up at the sky and I was like, you know, whatever is up there, whatever's watching right now, like, what the hell do I do? Like, help. <laughs> and I just got this really strong, like, voice pretty much in my head saying, like, meditate. And I was like, "What? Like, that's not going to help me. Like, I don't have time for that." And it just grew stronger. Meditate, meditate, meditate. I was like, "Okay, I'll give it a go, but I'll only do five minutes." So, mm-hmm. I just made a promise to myself. Okay, that week I'm gonna meditate five minutes every day in the morning. And I just started to do it, and I just started to become really clear in like, I guess just self-awareness and like why I felt the way I did and started getting like visions of future realities and yeah I guess started to become more comfortable in the unknown and realized that my whole life was based around knowing what's next and controlling the future based on the past so to start that practice of meditating each morning it kind of grew into a routine where I would wake up, I'd meditate and after I'd meditate I'd journal and I'd get all of these thoughts out of my head because I'm like a chronic thinker like I just think and think and think and think. so when I'm not in a high vibe like it can be quite detrimental if I'm not getting all this stuff out externally. I always I think I've said this to you before Charlotte but if you have a complicated maths equation, Usually we figure it out on paper. Well, I do anyway. So for this complicated life situation that I was going through, I'm trying to figure it out all in my head. And honestly, like getting it out on paper, just externalized it and was way easier to figure out. So I'd meditate, I'd journal, and then I'd go for my walk. So I'd move and then I would go do whatever I had to do for work. So I was like putting myself first, filling up my self-love cup and then going to work and giving my energy to my clients, to my job. And I found that I was able to show up way better as a person. So that's how I got into my routine that I have now.
1: Yes. I love that so much. And so many things (laughs) just like jumped out at me just now. But one thing that came to my mind, and I feel like a lot of listeners might be feeling this way, is the, the, what if I don't have time in the morning, you know, roll out of bed, like I just need to get to work. Like, what do you say to people, I guess, or what advice would you have for people that kind of have this mentality and feel like they just don't have five minutes in the morning to meditate or to journal or to just, I guess, be with their own thoughts do you have anything to say for those people?
2: I guess if those sorts of people came to me for advice on their life situation like if it wasn't a problem it's not a problem however if they're going through a a challenging situation where they're hating life where they're rolling out of bed and they're thinking like I don't want to go to work today this sucks like I just want to do this instead. Like I'd rather just, you know, be at home and watch Netflix and or or even just that feeling of I don't feel on purpose or on the right track and I don't know what else I want to do with my life. So if it's a problem and they come to me for advice, I would say, well, how much time are you putting towards yourself versus towards other people? I feel like in today's society, there's such a conditioning to give and give and give and give in the hope that we will then receive. But it's actually the other way around. Like, the more you give to yourself, the more that's reflected back to you in your external reality. Like, we have all heard the saying, like, Aeroplane hostesses say to put your oxygen mask on first and then you help everyone else in an emergency. Yeah. The thing with that is we're all waiting till an emergency to give back to ourselves. That's the issue I have. And Mm -hmm. so I guess the question I would relay back to these people asking for advice is, you know, why are you waiting till an emergency to do something about this problem? Like, why are you waiting for an emergency to then give back to yourself? That would be the question I would pose to these people.
1: Wow, is that. oh, deep and so true because I know myself personally. It's like every time I wait until I've hit that wall, before I decide things should change, And I feel like as humans, we're so programmed into that, like, oh, yeah, there's no point changing until. But I know personally since working with you that, going back to I guess the meditation, the journaling is I've started getting quite excited to journal about things when things come up, because I feel like when I am writing, it instantly becomes clearer in my head. So it's nice to kind of reprogram that mind, like the mind, I guess, to automatically want to do it to get the answer before I hit the big conflict.
2: Yeah, I think it's like a practice of building trust within yourself as well, because at the end of the day, it's almost like creating a relationship with you via like journaling and meditation. Meditation, the definition literally means knowing thyself. So the more aware you become, the more you know yourself through your journaling, the more you're able to give your own advice to yourself rather than uh, like searching externally and going to external sources for help and advice, knowing and trusting yourself enough to like give yourself own guidance
1: yeah and it's so beautiful like when you realize that you can't fill like filling up your own cup so if your cup's empty how are you meant to give to other people when they need it as well and so kind of emphasizing how important self love is and putting yourself first always which is really powerful i guess and one thing why we we're here today to talk about that stuff so that's really cool Yeah 100%. Now one thing I know I've heard you talk a little bit about is going back to those limiting beliefs and you're only 21 years old that's incredible and I know that you've spoken about yourself about the feeling of I'm too young to do this and all of those, you know, those thoughts and the negative self-talk. And what I would just really love to know is like, what's your why? So you moved at the age of 20, which is massive for anyone to think about, but to now be creating your own successful business, having your own platform to talk about these issues and helping people evolve. Like, so tell us about the battle. I guess like
2: moving from Melbourne to the Gold Coast was just like an inner knowing that I had it. And back in Macedon Rangers, country Melbourne, I never really had that thought of like, I'm too young to do this. That never really come up until I moved to the Gold Coast, to be honest, because that's when I started to surround myself with people that were a lot older than me. Like I've always been uh, like, like, I guess I would say that most of my friends are older than me. I think that's just the energy that I give out. I'm a very deep thinker. And so I rarely can stick to superficial conversations for long periods of time. And yeah, like my best friend, she is 34 and has three kids and we just get along like a house on fire. So I think for me, like I grew up, in a town with like young people. And then as I left school, I started to branch out and meet people from all different parts of life. And yeah, that limiting belief didn't come up until I moved to the Gold Coast. Cause yeah, like I said, everyone was a lot older, had been further along in the industry. And so I made that mean that, well, they've taken this long to get to where they are now so that means i need to do that too and realizing that yeah like i am young but at the same time that is my superpower mm. and like I honestly i was actually like writing up a couple of things the other day and i was like holy shit like this is really exciting because i it's almost like i have this feeling like i need to get things done now but the, the thing with that is it's not a problem and I think in life we can have these things come up and when we compare it to other people and their perceptions and ways that they do things, sometimes we can make that mean that we're not doing it the right way. Hopefully that makes sense. So like if someone's doing it this way and I'm not doing it that way, then I'm doing it wrong. But actually, the the way I've done things and the like how much I do work, it actually, for me, lights me up. Like, I've had a lot of people say, like, you work too much and blah, blah, blah. But for me, like, that that's what is fun and that's what lights up my soul. And I would say that I'm a really fast-paced person. I pick things up really easily. So... To be where I'm at right now in my life, it all makes sense because I would find that I can be impatient, but it actually serves me really well. Because when I receive a new learning, I am like eager and determined to pick it up as fast as I can so I can move on because I love learning and I just want to learn as much as I can, as fast as I can so that I can keep growing and impacting
1: people on a larger scale. Yeah. And what does, I guess, what type of people are you trying to impact? And, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I guess, like, at the end of the day, it's like a ripple effect. So you impact just one person, whether it be, like, you know, you walk down the street and you give someone a smile. It doesn't matter who, who, what, where, how, why. Uh, that could just like make their day and then they could go on to like have a good day and then impact people in their own right so there's no like one specific like person that i want to impact if i can positively impact one person that is all i care about the reason why i have like delved deep into working with athletes and competitors and people that are into health and fitness i believe that this is the future and that these people are looked up to into society they have um, huge followings and respect from the their supporters and Mm -hmm. so if I'm helping them develop and create this awareness and elevating their consciousness in a way they can then the ripple effect of that is huge so for me like I believe that health and fitness is a vehicle to getting to know yourself on a deeper level. And if everyone can get to know themselves and have that deeper level of awareness, I think this world could, it is creating some incredible things, but I think just the impact of that and just the the frequency, the vibration of that can come from such a higher place and Yeah, it's exciting
1: to think about. What? There's just so much information in all of that that I would love to unpack. I am very mindful of your time though. So I guess we'll start to wrap this up a little bit. And goodness, I would love to have you back on the show. Yeah, That's cool. I would love to. That we could keep going down for days. Yeah. So I guess one thing I would love to discuss with you is like, the power of making someone else's day and I know that my listeners would have heard me talk about this a lot and just simply smiling at a stranger and doing things out of your way every day to change someone else's day I guess when was a time actually this just came to me and I really like it but when was a time that you remember that someone else did something that made your day
2: Oh such a good question when
1: something uh, made my day honestly like
2: I am so blessed like every single day there's always something to be grateful for in a way like everyone there's I always have somebody or something in my life that comes through whether it be a message about my coaching, whether it be like some feedback on my podcast, my social media, like I'm really blessed in that way. I think for like this year, the one thing that stands out, like I have been blessed to have met so many incredible people and like honestly, I'm like, oh, what about this time? This time, there's so many times that come up that the one thing I'm really, really grateful for is actually – I had someone almost like sponsor me or pay for me to do like a course, which is all about investing and things like that. And that was like a huge gesture. I've never had someone like pay to, for me to do a course aside from my parents, like back in the day. So for someone to give that course to me, that was just really like incredible and yeah, so grateful that that made my year. Yeah.
1: That's so powerful. And it really just goes to show like, it doesn't matter how little or big the thing is at the end of the day, it can really change your life and it can make you feel happier and more grateful, which is what we are all about. (laughs) Yeah. So final question of the day. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. (laughs) So I would love For you to share with all of our listeners today, what is some of the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I have ever received. Whoa. Mm. (laughs) Let me just think about that. The best advice I have ever received is...
2: What come to mind was like, like you only know what you know and that everyone's always doing the best with what they know at that point in time. And, that's so yeah, powerful.
1: that's,
2: that's a, like I would say that that's come up a lot in my life and to never look back, like to only look forward because, you know, you, everyone's always doing the best with what they got. So you can't change what you know and, yeah hindsight is like a beautiful thing because it's like gives you a
1: chance to then in the future act differently I love that so much so thank you so so much Elise for coming on my show today and I know for sure that the listeners have definitely gotten a lot out of this I know I have so yeah my pleasure this was so much fun (laughs) Oh,
0: my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Darling, You're Different. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star rating and a written review. Also, reach out to me on Instagram at Charlotte underscore McKinnon, and I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. But also, if there are any guests that you think that I should have on this show or any topics that you would like me to discuss, let me know. I want you to go out today and do something to make someone else smile. I am so grateful to each and every one of you. But most importantly, I want you to remember that, darling,
1: you are different. And that is such a good thing.